Welcome again to the Keys and Anklets podcast, the podcast that's all about the cuckold and hot wife lifestyle, where we talk about real things concerning this lifestyle, where we separate fact from fiction. Uh, again, I'm your host, Mike, Michael, whichever you refer. A little about me, I've been a bull in the lifestyle for more than 15 years, and I'm just here to try to enlighten some people. Maybe some people can benefit from you know, the experience that I have, and um, we'll take it from there. Whether you're a cuckold couple or a hot wife couple, one of the most important aspects is how do you go about finding a partner, a bull, uh, for your wife, for yourself, for whoever. One of the things that I stress to people when I talk to people, when I advise people, and that I follow this myself is it's very, very important to find a guy who actually understands not only what this lifestyle is about, but who understands his place in it. I understand what happens. You know, the husband is into it. You know, he just wants to find a guy that is willing to fuck his wife and that she finds attractive. You know, she's agreed to go through with it. So he's, he's all focused on that. Let me find a guy. He pretty much has a habit of jumping on the first available guy who meets certain criteria. She's attracted to him. He's attracted to her. He kind of talks a good game. You have to dig deeper than that. There's a big difference between a guy who really understands the lifestyle versus a guy who just wants to fuck your wife. One of the main reasons is a guy who understands the lifestyle, a real bull, he understands his part. He understands his role. Like He understands that he is never going to be bigger than what your dynamic is. And not only does he understand that, but he has no desire to be that. In all my years in this lifestyle, I've never tried to overstep my boundaries. I've never tried to get a wife to run away with me and leave her husband and break up her family. And like no self-respecting bull would ever do that. Nor would he even have the desire to it. No matter how fantastic a woman may be, you understand that that's that man's woman. One of the things that I came across, and I'm, I'm not going to mention any names because I want to protect the people. There was a husband, found a guy for his wife to play with. Wife plays with the guy and guy starts making demands. You know, I want to play with you alone without your husband being there. Your husband is not valuing you. He's disrespecting you by letting you sleep with other men. That's a classic case of a guy who has no idea what this lifestyle is about. If you're in this and you look at the husbands as having something wrong with them, then basically you're just in this lifestyle to get some pussy. My advice for the couples out there, if you truly value your relationship, you want to avoid those guys. Like it's, it's one thing to, to meet those types of guys at a party because a party is a very self-contained atmosphere that you can control. You don't have to exchange numbers. She sees them. She likes them. He likes her. You go up to your room or you go up to his room, they play, and then you go home. But when you start getting into situations where this guy is texting your wife or chatting with your wife or even talking to her or he's been to your home, you need to do your homework. You need to find out how this guy thinks. If he doesn't respect what you have, you're setting yourself up for a fall. It's very easy for feelings to develop. When I play with a couple, especially if they're a newer couple, I know that this is all new to her. It's going to be a lot easier for her 
to get swept up in all of these new emotions, the intensity of the sex, the fact that she's doing something that she's never done before. It falls on me to keep her feelings from getting to that point. You never put her husband down. You never say things like, oh, well, he doesn't really love you if he's doing this, or if I was with you, I would do this and I wouldn't do that to you. And it's one thing if it's humiliation in a cuckold context, because that has its place. It's another thing when you're trying to drive a wedge between a couple and getting her to look at her husband differently. I see far too many couples that don't put forth the right amount of time and energy into finding the right guy. It's almost like they put more effort into shopping for a car than they do trying to find a guy who's going to take their wife to this point. Like I said, it's different in a party context because there's a bunch of people around. Guys are playing with multiple people. Women are playing with multiple people. That's cool. When you're talking about finding a guy, especially for that first experience, it's worth it to put forth the effort to make sure that you're finding someone who understands what this lifestyle is about. This is about the couple, not about the bull. I can't overstate just how important that is. It's probably the most or one of the most important things about this lifestyle because if you pick the wrong person, it can, you know, it can set you up. I mean, I, there's a couple that I know and they found themselves in a situation like that where she got involved with a guy who was a bull who really didn't understand the lifestyle and he wound up falling in love with her and she fell in love with him. There was a period where the future of her marriage was in jeopardy. Like it got to the point where she had already moved in with the guy. Her husband was already looking at going his own way. Things got really messy. Fortunately, they were able to both open their eyes and she was able to see that, okay, this is not the road that I want to go down. And they were able to mend those fences. Theirs is not a tragic story, but it is a cautionary tale. It's one that I try to advise people on and I try to make people aware of. That's real. Couples often say, well, how do we go about finding the right bull? And honestly, for me, the best thing that I could tell them is put just as much, if not more effort into finding another couple who has been doing this, even if they don't live in your area. Like it's, it's worth it because you want to make sure that that first experience is handled as close to perfect as it possibly can be. So even if you have to find another couple that lives in a neighboring city or even a neighboring state, and then get a recommendation from them, a guy that they've dealt with or have been dealing with, that they can say, hey, this is a good guy. He understands this part. He has the right mentality. He has the right mindset. He has the right disposition. He has the right temperament. There's nothing wrong with getting a referral. Once she spends time with that first guy and she has a positive experience, now you have a blueprint to follow. Now you kind of have some boxes checked to say, okay, we like the way that that guy did this. We like the way that that guy said that. So that when you're going through new prospects for your wife, at least you now have a template. I'm not telling you not to look for a guy, but put just as much effort into finding another couple. You know, and you might have to go through several couples before you find one. Not all couples are willing to share. Some women get 
very possessive over their bulls and, and, and they don't want to share them. And if that's the case, respect that and move on to the next couple. But I would definitely say find someone who can point you in the right direction. Maybe it's a bull that things weren't able to work out for them because maybe the distance was too great. You know, he lived too far and wasn't able to see us, but he actually lives closer to you. So maybe you could talk to him. Turn over every stone that you can. For the husbands, this is your wife you're talking about. Like you can't afford to make a mistake with this. So you need to do your due diligence and don't just jump on the first guy that she's attracted to. If you choose incorrectly, it can blow up in your face. One of the things that I always try to tell couples is, you know, it's a, it's a little test, but it kind of gives you an idea for how a guy is thinking. When you first start talking to a guy, put the idea out there that you want him to play with her by himself. Like you don't even want to be there. You want to see how he responds to that. An experienced bull, he's at least going to question that. He's at least going to ask you, okay, why do you want that? Have you done that before? Are you sure you can handle that? Like he's at least going to ask the appropriate questions. He may even insist, you know what? The first time your husband needs to be there. Like he may even insist on doing that. I know that I'm that way. It might evolve into something where I see her alone, but initially he needs to be there. If you present that to a guy who claims to be a bull and he agrees to it right away, lose his phone number. He doesn't really see you as a couple. Even as the husband, even if you are not involved in the scene, even if all you're doing is just sitting back and watching, you're still a couple. You're still enjoying this and doing this together. You want to avoid anyone that is trying to separate you. But anyone who either insists upon that or takes that bait and agrees to seeing your wife by himself the first time you meet, that's somebody that you want to avoid. If you're that type of guy where you're not comfortable with the husband being there, then just don't mess with couples. There are too many single women out there where if you're not comfortable with the husband being involved, don't be a jerk. Like Don't, don't tell them what they want to hear just because you want to fuck his wife. I've always said pussy is overrated. And what I mean by that is the things that I've seen people go through, the hoops that I've seen people jump through, the way that I've seen people emotionally torn down, all for the sake of pussy, it's not worth it. It's not, it's not worth all that heartache, especially when you're talking about the casual nature of the hot wife and the cuckold lifestyle. You want to find a guy that actually wants the husband there thing is that there is absolutely nothing that I can say to a woman or do to a woman that I would not say or do right in front of her husband's face. I want him there. I want him to see the things that you will do for me, or I want him to see how much you enjoy this, or I want him to see just because I know that that's what he enjoys. The husband's got to get something out of it too. If he likes to watch, give him a good show. Ultimately, it's, it's about them. Like I've said in, in the first episode, we're just bit players in this movie. Doesn't mean that we can't have a dramatic impact on, on the story. You're not, you're not bigger than the star. And the wife is the star of this movie, and the husband is the co-star. We're not even a secondary character. 
you will definitely reap the benefits if you put forth that time and effort to find a bull who understands his role. Finding a bull who wants to talk to the husband, because if you don't, it's very easy for a wife to get caught up, especially in a cuckold type of of dynamic, because now she's dealing with a guy who is bringing something to the table that her husband is not. And so if you're not careful, it would be very easy for that guy to kind of prey on that, especially if she's coming from a position where the sex life with her husband is lackluster. You know, I'm not saying that this is the case for everybody, but there are cuckold couples out there who their sex lives have dwindled to the point where it's kind of monotonous. And that's one of the reasons why some of the husbands want their wives to go this route because they don't want to see her doing without. They know what their own limitations are, whether it's from a stamina standpoint, a size standpoint, regardless of what their motivation is, they don't want their wives to go without. So if you introduce a man into the picture who is able to provide the things that you cannot, then you really need him to be someone, as I like to refer to as, you want him to be an ethical bull. Like there are plenty of things that I could have done, but just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should do something. As a bull, there's, there's a certain amount of power that we gain in these dynamics, especially when you're dealing with a cuckold couple. Like I said, this problem doesn't really rear itself as much in a hot wife dynamic, mainly because the husband never views the bull as being above him in any way. Whereas in a cuckold dynamic, even on some level, you're more apt to encounter that mentality in a husband where he sees the bull as being able to give something to his wife that he can't. So in certain aspects, he may see himself as being below that bull. When you have that dynamic, it makes it easier for a bull to kind of impose his will on the situation. In a hot wife dynamic, the moment a bull oversteps his bounds, the husband is more apt to check him or pull the plug on the whole thing. He's not going to be able to get away with as much as he can in a cuckold dynamic. For example, for me, I've dealt extensively with both types of couples. Even though some people may see them as the same, I see them as completely different, even though on the surface they may look the same. The best way for me to put it is you take two identical cars. Take a a Mustang GT, for example. On the outside, they look exactly the same, except one is a manual and one is an automatic. They each take a completely different skill set to be able to drive. If you've never driven a manual before and you try to jump in one and drive it, you're going to have some problems. Even though hot wifing and cuckolding might look the same to some people, they're completely different. And when you deal with the hot wife couple, I'm not going to say you don't have to think as much, but it's almost like you have a co-pilot, like you and the husband are working in 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 unison. And in fact, he's actually the one that's driving and you're kind of the co-driver. Whereas in a cuckold dynamic, for the most part, as a bull, you're the one that's running the show. So you have to exercise more restraint 
because more responsibility is being placed in your hands. So you have to be careful about how you use that. In a lot of cuckold dynamics, they're both going to defer to you. It may be a case where she is submissive to you and he is submissive to her. Therefore, you, you know, being that you're dominant with her, by default, you're also dominant with him. Or it may be a dynamic where they are both just submissive to you. So you have to exercise a lot more control and restraint because there are things that you can do. You know, there are things that you have access to. There are opportunities for you to impose your will, so to speak. So, you know, if you're opening the door in your relationship to that type of dynamic, then you need to make sure that you're, you know, that you're getting involved with a guy who gets it and being able to say, this is what we are looking for. This is what we will compromise on. This is what we won't compromise on. You know, even if you have to sit down and write it out, I know it may sound a little silly, but write down what your limits are. This is what we won't do. These are the things that we have absolutely zero flexibility on. You know, whether it's, you know, you will not come to our house or we will never do anything on the weekend that we have the kids or whatever. Like every every couple is going to be different, but write down the things that you have zero flexibility on. And then write down the things that, okay, we have some flexibility. Uh, for example, there's a couple that I know, they're looking for a bull. And one of their rules was involving pictures where only the husband takes the pictures. And the, the bull that they were talking to had an issue with that, you know, where he wanted to take pictures. Any bull that thinks he's bigger than your dynamic, that's not the bull for you. Regardless of how dominant he says he is, there's still a time and a place for it. Like I understand no matter how dominant I've been with a couple, I understand that I'm not bigger than their dynamic. And so if you have things that are in your, we won't compromise column, the moment a man or a, you know, a bull says something that goes against one of those things, you know, like I don't knock anybody for asking, you know, like if I'm dealing with a couple and they say no pictures and I say, Hey, I, I'd like to take pictures. No, we don't allow that. Okay, cool. The moment you find somebody that kind of belabors that point and comes back to it and, or, or refuses to accept your reasoning for it, then that's not somebody that you want to be involved with. Whenever I deal with a couple or even a female, one of my first questions is, you know, what are your hard limits? Because your hard limits should always be respected. And a hard limit is something that under no circumstance you will do. If somebody is trying to get you to circumvent one of your hard limits, one of the things that you stand firm on, you know, you need to leave that person alone. And, I, and I'm not saying that if a person says a hard limit that you can't talk about it. For example, a common hard limit is anal. You know, there are some women that just don't like it or don't want to do it. So if a woman tells me her hard limit is anal, I might ask questions like, okay, why is that a hard limit? Because maybe she had a bad experience. You know, maybe she dealt with a guy who didn't know what he was doing. Like there's nothing wrong with talking about why that is a hard limit because you may find that it might not actually be a hard limit and you won't know that unless you actually talk about it. Or you may find that, you know what, that is a really hard limit. That is not going to change. And you talked about it, you discussed it. They said it's still a hard limit. So you leave it alone. But if you're dealing with a guy and he's trying to insist 
on certain things, taking certain liberties, that's not the guy that you want to deal with. I can't tell you how many couples I've talked to and encountered through the years that they don't take that advice and they wind up getting involved with a bull who is either A, inexperienced and doesn't understand his, his proper role in this, or there are also bulls who are very experienced, but they get, they get caught up in the power that they get. I mean, I've seen couples where the bull has led the wife down certain paths. I mean, I've seen wives, all of a sudden they're working in strip clubs, you know, they're doing bachelor parties. You know, like I said, when you, when you get that kind of power, some guys get carried away with it. It's extremely important to find a guy and to deal with a guy who has some ethics, you know, who understands that just because I can do something doesn't mean that I, that I should do something. Like, yeah, it's a nice fantasy and it, it, it sounds good, but I understand that that's fantasy talk. Like, you don't actually want to deal with somebody that sees your wife as disposable, like that sees your wife as less than. Like there's one thing to say it because it's hot to say, but you don't actually want to deal with somebody that treats her as something disposable. Because if they do, then they're not going to care about what you say or what you want. They're only thinking about themselves. And ultimately, this is about the two of you as a couple. It's very important to have that dialogue with your spouse before you even start looking for a boy. You know, like I ask you, like how many of the couples out there, how many of you have talked about your hard limits? You know, this is what we won't do. It may be something as simple as, hey, during the week, no contact. That's a hard limit. Like our family time is our family time. If somebody cannot adhere to those things, then that's not somebody that you want to deal with. It's that important. I hate seeing these horror stories. Somebody in that trio has got to be experienced, whether it's a husband who's coming from a previous marriage and he's bringing his experience or a wife who's bringing experience or them as a couple are bringing experience or the bull is experienced. But if all parties are, in, are inexperienced, that's not going to end well. You know, I'm not saying that it's always going to crash and burn, but you're definitely walking that line. Because as a bull, like one of the things that I enjoy is when I deal with a wife, I'm only seeing her in one particular aspect. And what I mean by that is, you know, I'm seeing her when she's feeling good about herself. I'm seeing her when she's in a good mood. I'm seeing her when she's horny. Like that's when I get to deal with her. I'm not dealing with the other aspects of her life. When she's coming home from work upset because of something that someone said, you know, when she's gotten in an argument with a friend or when she's mad at her kids or when she's mad at her husband. I don't know what kind of girlfriend this woman would be because I'm only seeing her in one context. But like I said, the inexperienced guys, they they get caught up. You know, they they get this woman and they're like, oh, wow, she's so open minded and she's freaky. And like, what are you really falling in love with? It happens more often than you think. And it it, it doesn't have to happen. Like if you just ask certain questions and kind of exercise some patience because you're you're risking a lot. You're risking your relationship. You're risking your marriage. And so when you look at it that way, you need to be thorough. 
the last thing you need is a bull who develops feelings for your wife and then she develops feelings for him because that's when deceit comes into play. That's when you go away on business and he's like, hey, why don't you come and see me while your husband's away? And the husband knows nothing about it. That's when problems come up. So like the, like the, the, the whole thing I, I started this with, where, like I said, it was something that I read in the forum and a woman was having trouble. And you know she was saying how the guy was telling her, oh, your husband doesn't respect you. He should be treating you like a queen. And he, you know here he is out here wanting to see you getting fucked by other men. Like, if you think like that, why are you in the lifestyle? Because that's what you're doing is you're, you know, you're fucking women as their husbands are watching or husbands that are looking for men to fuck their wives. Like, if that's what you really think about them, then why are you doing this? Like, what, are, what are you saying about yourself? Like, are you that horny? Are you that pressed to get pussy that you will get involved with somebody that you don't even respect? If her husband enjoys sharing her and she enjoys being shared, that's their dynamic. It's not It's not on you to judge what they're into. If what they're into doesn't fit what you're into, just don't deal with them. But unfortunately, a lot of guys in this lifestyle still think with their dicks and their dicks get them in trouble. Just because that's his problem doesn't mean that it has to be your problem. Because if you allow that to happen, it's it's, it's not going to end well. I saw that and I knew that that was something that I knew I wanted to talk about eventually because it's one of the most important things that anybody involved in this lifestyle, be you cuckold, be you hot wife, be you into BBC, be you not into BBC, like it doesn't matter what your dynamic is. If you are wanting your wife, your girlfriend to be with another man then these are things that that need to be discussed, regardless of who holds the sexual power, whether it's the husband, whether it's shared, or whether it's the wife. Like before you even open that door, these things need to be discussed because if you don't discuss them, like I said, especially in a cuckold dynamic, just because not, not only are you giving this man access to your wife, but you're also handing over a certain amount of power to him. And if you don't stress certain things in the beginning, then you are opening yourself up to potential problems down the road. And maybe some of you have found yourselves in these situations. Maybe some of you are nodding your head like, yep, that's what happened to us. Or, yep, we had a guy that tried to do that. And hopefully you were strong enough to either head him off at the pass or strong enough to where you went into it already understanding and knowing what you would and would not do. But I guarantee you there's somebody listening to this and they didn't do their due diligence and they had a guy who tried to overstep his boundaries. Things can get bad. I mean, I've, I've seen couples blackmailed, you know, where they deal with somebody who's not the strongest ethical person and they get their foot in the door. You know, they may shoot some pictures or videos and next thing you know, it's like, hey, I'm going to do this with your wife because if you don't, you know, your little story is going to get out. And that's real. So my advice to couples, especially new couples getting into this, don't focus so much on finding the guy yourself. Reach out to other couples, whether it's on a site that you belong to, whether it's a swinger site, however you have to find them. If you don't know, contact me and I'll point you in the right direction. But put just as much or if not more effort into finding not just a couple, but an experienced couple 
and ask them, hey, we're new to this. We don't want to pick the wrong guy for our first experience. Do you have someone that you would be willing to refer us to that you think would be a good first experience for her? I guarantee you, most couples will be more than happy to help because they may have made mistakes and they don't want to see anybody make the same mistakes that they did. So they may be feeling that, hey, if I if we can make it easier for that couple to get into this because they wish they would have had somebody to kind of make things easier for them, but they didn't have it. And they know what it feels like to be new and feel lost and alone and trying to figure all this stuff out, you know, on their own. So if you're a couple that's that's just getting into this, trust me, it'll pay huge dividends down the line because at the very least, if you find a good guy, it'll allow you to have a template moving forward, you know, to have something that you can kind of judge other guys against to ensure that when you do find somebody you now have a standard that you're trying to hold them to. I can't tell you how many couples I've helped, couples who I've never even met in person, but by talking to them, explaining certain things to them, I've given I've given them a certain standard so that when they talk to prospective bulls, they can say, oh, well, we get a different feel from him or, or Mike said to look out for that or keep your ears open for that. And that's just what this guy did. And it, it, it saves them heartache. You know, because at the end of the day, this is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be complicated. It's not supposed to be filled with drama. It's not supposed to be scary. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun for all parties involved. And once it stops being fun, once it starts getting to the point where you're stressing out over certain things, you need to get out of it, at least out of that particular dynamic with that particular person, because it's not supposed to be stressful. I would love to get some feedback from some of you on, on what you think. Like I said, I don't always claim to be right. And you know, I'm not afraid to have people disagree with me. I encourage it. I welcome it. I like debate. I like discussion um, because that's how we all learn. That's how we all grow. So again, I want to thank you for tuning in to the, the, the Keys and Anklets podcast where we discuss everything concerning this lifestyle. Some things are going to be funny. Some things are going to be serious, but it's always going to be intelligent. It's always going to be thought provoking. Hopefully this episode has helped some of you. And, you know, I look forward to bringing, you know, more quality content as we grow and get better. I wish you all the best and enjoy your day. Thank you for listening.